The final matter that I wish to address this morning um, in the interest of time is that of a letter which I received yesterday from the Principal Association, which I would like to share with the general public. The Honorable Emmeline Pierre, Minister for Education, Human Resource and Religious, Religious Affairs. Dear Madam, Scotia Bank Intercall 2019. The Grenada Secondary School Games Association regrets to inform you that due to the current industrial impasse between the Grenada Union of Teachers and the Government of Grenada, the Scotia Bank Intercall Games for 2019 has been cancelled. We trust that there will be a speedy resolution to this impasse in order to preserve the spirit of volunteerism and goodwill by our nation's teachers. The proprietor of the Intercall Games, the Grenada Association of Principals of Secondary School, together with our title sponsor, have agreed to begin the process of planning and preparing to host our Intercall Games in 2020. With best wishes, I am yours faithfully, Dominic Jeremiah, Chairman, Organizing Committee. Let me say this, that I do understand the document in front of me to say that as a result of the current impasse between the government and the GUT, the Principal Association is taking a decision to cancel Intercall 2019. The content of the letter also says to me that there is a possibility that there could be intercall in 2020, but we can't be certain of that. Reason being my interpretation is that the current industrial impasse being the reason, I do not believe that as government, I don't believe as individuals, we can sit here in 2019 and assume what the industrial climate is going to be in 2020, 2025, 2030, or any time beyond. As a result, because of the importance of these games, because as a government we don't believe that having a national school game should be dependent on the industrial climate of the country at any time, government has taken a decision that in March 2019, there will be a Grenada Secondary School Games. This decision is respecting the decision of the Grenada Principal Association, respecting that as a private company or private business, Intercall will not happen this year, but we do not believe that as responsible citizens, we do not believe as a responsible government that the children of our nation should be held hostage in this regard, should pay the price for whatever is happening between government and the union. As a matter of fact, the key issue which has been advanced as the reason of, or, or issue of concern, which is that of the deduction of pay for days that teachers did not work during the industrial impasse, 
we have been alerted by the union that this matter is going to court. As a matter of fact, official documents were submitted in that regard. As a result, we were of the expectation, and this is why this has come to us as a shock, we were of the expectation that if you are taking the matter to court, that the court should now decide on the outcome of this particular matter and that we would have expected that things would return to normalcy. That being the case, as outlined in the letter, we can't sit back as a government and deny our students such an important opportunity. And on that note, I want to take this opportunity to extend sincerest gratitude to the Principal Association for the work they've done over the years. Intercall over the years has grown significantly and a lot of effort has gone into Intercall. I want to single out, if you would permit me, Mr. Victor Ashby and all the other principals who over the years would have worked tirelessly to ensure that Intercall delivered in the way that it did. And how did Intercall deliver? Intercall has been an excellent opportunity for students to showcase their talents at the national level. It is no secret that scouts from various parts of the world, particularly the northern part, the United States and other places, would visit Grenada during those, those days of the games to witness the performance of the students on the track and field. As a result of that, several of our students, many of our students would have had the opportunity to attend colleges and universities overseas. Let me make this abundantly clear this morning that I'm certain that many of these students, if not all of them, may not have had the opportunity if they would have had to compete with all of the other students for scholarship on an academic basis, which means that sports would have been integral to their achievements academically and the opportunities that they have received. To not provide these students with that opportunity to me is denying ordinary poor children of our society an opportunity to pull their families out of poverty it's denying them an opportunity to lift themselves up and indeed denying them that opportunity to have a chance to succeed in life. As a government, we believe that we do have the means and the structure in place through the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Sports to do this. I wish therefore to refer to a copy of the appointment letter of teachers, which speaks to the stipulated conditions under which teachers are appointed. And I wish therefore to refer to section or item F, which says, and I probably would use the introduction to F. It says the following are the stipulated conditions for your appointment. F says, to perform any additional duties, 
including extracurricular activities, which may, from time to time, be assigned by the principal or any education official. I have heard that fairs and other extracurricular activities have been canceled as a result of the industrial impasse and the work to rule particularly. What I read to you less than a minute ago comes from the rule, which is the terms under which a teacher is appointed. And this speaks particularly to extracurricular activities. What I referred to earlier is not an extracurricular activity. This is a core curricular activity and I would even go as far as to say a curricular activity because we now have at the Ministry of Education a curriculum officer for sports. This government has made it its duty to ensure that we would have appointed and confirmed several physical education teachers and coaches around the island in all of our secondary schools because of the value that we place on sports and because of the importance of sports in the all-round development of our children. We know that all of our students are not very academically inclined. And so for many of our students, sports has been the avenue to their success. Sports has been a vehicle to their success. And under no terms and condition can we deny them of such an opportunity. Let me also add at this time that as a government, we are going to work with our principals, our teachers, the Grenada Athletics Association, the Grenada Olympic Association, the Ministry of Sports, and all persons throughout Grenada, Caracol, and Petey Martinique who have an interest in the development of children, the holistic development of our children, to ensure that these games are extremely successful and that our children do not miss any opportunity. That being said, I, I wish to say to you that there will be a press conference in very soon time that will officially launch the Grenada Secondary School Games. These games would take what I would say two layers of, of activities at the zonal level. So you will have the zonal games and you will have the national games. So the secondary school students will have the opportunity to compete at the local level, meaning within the zone at the parish level and then at the national level. We also would have identified a shortcoming over the years, which is an opportunity to the students who performed extremely well, probably never got the chance to move on and then moved on to Tam Sisi, the Darren um, Modo and many others who we shouted for an intercall only about a year ago and we never heard of them significantly thereafter. So we have to ensure that we continue to provide opportunities um, through the school sports. TAMCC is an institution under the Ministry of Education. So those opportunities must be provided. But let me also make the point that I have received communication from students. I've received calls from students, including students who went back for second year 
in the secondary school system. Praying and hoping that this year intercall would have been their breakthrough. That this would have been their chance to shine and to be selected. We cannot disappoint persons like that. Finally, let me also make the point that our students deserve the best. Our teachers also deserve the best. Our principals deserve the best. And that is why as a government, we have been working on all fronts to look at all possible ways in which we can support, in which we can create the environment, enabling environment in which we can support the work and which we can provide in many cases and deliver on the demands and the requests made by the GOT and our teachers and principal. Hence the reason government met its commitment this month by paying the full percent, which was committed not just to teachers, but public officers and did so on time. That 4% came following 3% and another 3% over the last two years. And government intends to resume discussions on further increases in the future. We have an obligation and we are committed to that. So we are moving forward and we intend to work together with all concerned. Thank you. Thank you very much, Minister Peer. Very profound words there. We had updates on various appointments within the ministry and, of course, the very topical subject of uh, intercall 2019. And the minister would have stated that the government has come up uh, with a solution and further details uh, will be announced at a press conference that will be called shortly. So we have come now to, I think, the time that members of the media most prefer question and answer section. Uh, please identify okay. yourself and your media house and then proceed to ask your question. Okay. Sherry and Noel, uh, Government Information Service. I want to move over to Minister Peer. Um, Minister, I just want to get a little bit more into the secondary school games. Um, you mentioned the month of March and you also read the letter from the, the Principals Association that alluded to the fact that due to the industrial action and so. While you have mentioned a bit about the Athletic Association and, and you know, Ministry of Sports and so on, what's the plan going forward before that launch to ensure that there are enough hands on deck to execute the secondary school games? Oh, you want me to ask them all one time? And, <laughs> okay, and um, we know that, for instance, the intercall and, and the other games um, were used as forms of raising funds for the various institutions. Um, what is the plan for the zonal games and the secondary school games? Would it be free or income generation? So let me speak of hands on deck. Um, and... Your question reminded me a lot of Intercall Progress Park. Uh, many thought it was going to be impossible um, in terms of time and in terms of hands on deck, on deck. And I'm fully, fully confident that there are enough persons in Grenada, Caracol, and Peter Martinique, enough hands on deck 
that can make this happen. Um, while we have not officially engaged the Athletic Association, I have spoken briefly to the President, and knowing their interest to be sports and the development of our athletes, there has been an unofficial commitment that they are going to be supporting the hosting of uh, Grenada Secondary School Games. Um, in addition to that, the Ministry of Sports do have, I'm sure, over 40 um, sports officers within the ministry, um, officers within the ministry, coaches, and so on. Additionally, as I said, every secondary school in Grenada has employed with the Ministry of Education, physical education, teachers, and coaches. And so I believe we do have the capacity, we do have the ability, we do have all of the technical requirements that would be needed to host all of those activities that I spoke to. Um, as it relates to fundraising activities, I would say the schools and the use of sporting activities for fundraising would be left to their discretion. Um, we do not say to schools that you have to raise funds at a sporting activity. As a matter of fact, um, when it comes to the primary school, and I'm sure maybe somebody may ask, um, what about the primary schools? Because I've focused on secondary schools. We are saying to the principals that they must have their sports meet. If the concern is operating after the prescribed hours as contained in the Act, we can start sports at 8 a.m. and finish at 3 p.m. Let us give the students the opportunity. I was really trying to get the fact that, okay, for intercall and so, there is a cover charge to enter. Know that it would be under the umbrella of the Ministry of Education. I'm trying to get to the fact as to whether or not it would still have a cover charge or if it would be free access. And if I answer that question directly, I would be giving you my personal opinion, and I would prefer that that information be shared at the launch, um, whether there will be or there won't be a charge, and whether we would give persons an opportunity to come in without having to pay. Eugenia Peters with the GBN. Good morning, Minister. Good morning, AG. Um, Minister, I'm trying to understand clearly, um, when you speak of... Um, the core responsibility of teachers in the face of teachers saying now that they are no longer willing to do anything outside of the school hours we know whatever games whatever is happening would take you beyond what we call um, school hours it would still require parents teachers getting the children to and from safely um, how are you planning to deal with that because we know that's a major concern how are you planning to deal with that first of all so one of the, in meeting with the um, key persons who would be leading on, 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 on this operation, which would be Mr. Colin Peters and Mr. Jerry Alexis in the Ministry of Education, I've said to them in no uncertain terms that I've had serious concerns um, personally as it relates to the time that we would have ended some of those sporting activities in the past. And so this, this opportunity that presents itself uh, must ensure that our students are released from a school activity at an appropriate time. So we are going to be containing the sports meet within a particular time. Um, I cannot say at this time that it will end at 3 p.m., but what I can say is this, that every parent in Grenada, Caracol, and P.T. Martinic will be given the assurance that from the time their children leave the school, to the national stadium, they will be under supervision. And at the facility, they will be under supervision of the highest 
possible level. And it's, it's not just um, getting them to and from. It's also um, when we speak of the training, we know a lot of the teachers are involved and they also do after school care mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. training. Um, are you catering for that? Because it takes a lot to prepare a student mm -hmm. for games of that mm -hmm. nature. It does yeah, take a lot and it, it would involve mm -hmm. teachers. How do you get them to commit? Right. So the preparation of the athletes um, do not just take place uh, from the month of um, February, for example. I'm quite sure that a lot of work has been happening over the past year. As a matter of fact, the, the curriculum and, and the, the program for sports is not just a program for two months of the year or three months for the year. So that is a rollout of, of activities. And um, whether it be uh, cross-country, whether it be whatever other training activities taking place within the school, it's a program, right? It's not just an event, right? Now, as it relates to the extra um, work that normally would take place with regards to the coaches and so on. Um, we do recognize that there will be um, the expectation that our physical education teachers and coaches will have to do um, some extras in that regard. Um, additionally, we are saying that traditionally, if you look back um, over the past couple of years, you would realize that Time has been taken from the regular school day to also prepare, mm -hmm. uh, maybe too much time in some cases. Um, so we have to balance the program. And this may also bring us back, um, should it not work as we anticipated would work, it may also bring us back to having to review um, the schedule and the program of physical education teachers and coaches. So should this action continue for the next 10 years, we can't say that we're going to sit for 10 years and try to determine whether coaches are going to do extra after school. Then maybe we have to review the hours that we operate. Speaking of core responsibilities of teachers, it sounds as if you were telling them you are mandated to do this based on your, your terms of reference for employment. I'm not telling them that. The Education Act speaks clearly. Okay, so in, is, okay, so let's say, for example, I'm a teacher and uh, my day ends at 2.30. Mm -hmm. And there is work to be done in terms of the training and so. Mm -hmm. um, and I refuse. Mm -hmm. um, is it that we will see further pay cuts or some action? I would not want to speak to this at this press conference this morning. But what I do believe, and... I feel convinced that good sense would prevail. Um, I'll tell you something about our sports officers or sports um, physical education teachers. I think they have a passion for sports. And this can be worked out. This can um, be made possible. And I believe that we are going to be able to do this. I feel pretty confident about this. That is going to work. Um, Intercall was supposed to be impossible in Progress Park. And it happened. So I believe that we will be able to work together with our um, teachers or uh, physical education teachers or coaches, and this is going to be possible. It will happen. Minister, finally, tell me um, funding. You know, in the past, the Scotia Bank has, mm -hmm. has um, sponsored the, the games. I'm speaking now of government now taking on the responsibility. Can you speak to um, that, the funding aspect of it? Of course, the funding will be an issue. We will have to come up with the necessary resources. I also feel very confident that private sector Grenada also has an interest in a national school sports and that we will have um, private companies that will be willing to support. Additionally, I want to say that the government is committed to doing whatever it has to do um, to also make this possible. Just a final question from me. As, as it pertains to the games, um, I don't know 
if I missed it, but um, any proposed date for March and um, intercall over the past few years has been three days. Um, any discussion around that level? There were some discussions about the possibilities and the dates and so on, proposed dates, but let me say that this is still under discussion and the final dates um, will be released um, within a week or so. Um, Good morning, Karima Lewis. The new Sydney speaker. I'm going to deviate a bit from the topic at hand. Um, Minister Pierre, would you be able to tell me what the policy the policy is in relation to um, coaches or public officers who are who are charged uh, criminally, especially those who are charged with um, sexual matters? I'm asking in relation to the fact that uh, coaches who have been charged in 2018 are still being seen um, training children in tantine on Saturdays. So, can you speak to the policy as it relates to to that, please? The policy in question that you refer to, there's no difference between a teacher and any other person that's been charged um, criminally. Um, as a matter of fact, the case you're referring to, um, that matter was brought to attention, and we did seek um, Ministry of Legal Affairs and um, Social Services um, to also look into that matter. Um, People were written to from the appropriate um, bodies, whether it's PSC and so on, and instructed accordingly. Um, so I will have to look into the matter that you're raising now, but there's absolutely no difference. The law is across the board, whether you're a teacher or a farmer. It, there's no difference in terms of what should happen if you're charged criminally, but there's an attorney general in the room. Um, I'm sure he may want to cut the form or add to this. The law is always clear about people getting charged. They will have to give, be given due process. As against that, in relation to the policy levels, the minister has spoken about that. But as I said, if the people are charged and they're in the service of government, they will be required to go through the process. And that comes to certain ends, not guilty or guilty. In relation to whether they stay on the job, the ministry has a policy in relation to that. Uh, thank you. Uh, to you, Minister Pierre. Um, first off, the work to rule work to rule situation with the teachers um did you well th this was a situation that began a while back um have you thought is this something that you think would have affected the ministry of education uh to this point as it relates to cancellation of intercall right now one person said to me um this morning that um the government would be seriously affected by not having intercall. And I had to explain, you have it upside down. It's not the government, it's the children who would be affected. Um, so to say the Ministry of Education, I would say the students of Grenada uh, would probably be affected by some of the activities um, that are not happening. But let me say this, that when we speak of work to rule, we're speaking about a particular rule, right? Now, in this case, I am assuming that the union is speaking about the Education Act as well as the appointment letter of teachers because, in my mind, those are the only two rules that you can really point to. Now, I don't view the work to rule as a severe crisis because it would be pretty important for us to really work 
to the rule. There are a lot of things in the rule that we've strayed from. We've, you know, we've missed. We probably didn't even remember that they are there. Um, so working to the rule is very important. Working to the rule is extremely important. But we have to understand what the rule is to be able to work by the rule. Um, Minister, again, um, cancellation of, of intercall. Um, since we see that things are happening as it relates to cancellation of a number of things, um, I know that one issue that came up was as it relates to CXEs and uh, uh, not common entrance, but um, CPA. Um, with this happening, uh, would you say, well, would the Ministry of Education put things in place uh, in case we reach that level? Well, I'm happy to hear you ask that question because I'm reminded of a couple months ago when the government took the position um, that should teachers continue not to return to the classroom, that we would have to look at a contingency plan. We will have to um, recruit volunteers. We would have to look at substitute teachers. And even ministers of government would be prepared to assist. Um, that was the then position of the government. Um, now, when we look at a crisis, when we look at a situation, whatever the situation is, what you want is solutions. What you want, things that can address whatever the problem is. And you're right, we do not want a situation if persons decide that we're not preparing children for CPA, for example. I don't believe anybody would take that position. But I'm saying if someone takes that position, the question is, should we sit back and say that child doesn't do CPA this year? So it means that whatever the circumstances, as in the situation right now, the principal association has said we are not doing intercall, and we say, okay, we understand. Um, that should not mean that intercall under another name should not happen. The same way, whatever the circumstances, we have to address it and find in the best solution to whatever the problem is. And that is what we want to remain sober in our minds and address the issues as they are. You know, remove the government union and make it appear as if there's a fight between government and union and our children are stuck in the middle. Let us deal with our children and separate them from all of the issues concerned. Uh, two more questions. Um, as it relates to the games, um, intercall is cancelled. We're now hearing that we're going to have games for secondary school. Now, um, we don't know, as you said, what tomorrow would bring, but uh, would you say that the government would consider this being an annual event or um, just one-off? I'll just say whatever becomes necessary is what the government would do in the interest of our children. Rakesha St. Louis, Government Information Service. Minister Peer, I'm going to ask my questions back to back. Um, the first one, does the March 2019 game still qualify the students for CARIFTA and other regional events? Was there any dialogue between the government or the ministry and the title sponsor? And um, you spoke about a press conference. How soon do you think we can expect that? And then my last question, um, what will be the first order of business for the Education Review Committee and Advisory Committee? I honestly think I missed question number three, but I'm going to do my best with your shopping list. <laughs> I, um, let me say that the, and I'm probably going to speak from the bottom if I can read my own handwriting. But the press conference, I would say minimum one week, maximum two weeks, right? Um, secondly, March 19th, and forgive me, but I, I think I... Mm -hmm. 
Right. So speaking about the selection of the team for Carifto, there's been significant um, concerns from the quarters of the Grenada Athletics Association as it relates to having the best team selected for the games. Um, and that has to do with the decision um, that intercall would have been postponed uh, because if you don't showcase the students, then you don't get an opportunity to select them. Um, so quite obviously, we will be working with all of the um, stakeholders in sports to ensure that all possible opportunities are provided so that our students, our athletes, can get further opportunities in the area of sports. Um, so I think that may answer that question. The first order of business for the advisory and review committee. So the act speaks very clearly as to the role and function, and it's generally to review and assess um, how we do business. I'll put it simple. Are we doing business right? Um, are we operating by the standards that we're supposed to be operating by? Are we functioning? Are we achieving our objective? It's supposed to be a serious scrutiny of the education system, and as I said, that scrutiny must be published. Um, it must be published so that Grenada can see how we're doing, and then we make a determination as to the way forward. Um, the title sponsors, of course, the entire business community would be reached out to. So we would not single a particular um, sponsor. My question is with regards to the games. Um, we see much focus is being placed on the intercall games. Um, what about the primary school games that we normally have? So the primary school games, um, not that it's not important, extremely important is the foundation. And um, we won't be having a national primary school games um, this year. Um, of course, we can look forward to a national primary school games next year. Um, however, as was indicated, we expect all of the primary schools to continue with their sporting activity during school hours um, at the community level. Um, good morning, Akisha Felix, the Grenada Broadcasting Network. Okay, so I asked this question as a concerned parent, right? Okay, so Mr. Lewis would have um, stated that several activities would be affected, you know, with the docking of salaries and so on. So is there any support structures the government would put in place to ensure the continuation of, you know, the Girl Guides, the Red Cross, the Scouts, the extracurricular activities, so to speak? simply refer back to F, to perform any other additional duties, including extracurricular activities, which may from time to time be assigned by the principal or any education officer. Thank you. Um, just one more question, uh, Minister for Education. Um, just to look back, I kind of forget to ask. A couple of the schools did not have their cross-country. They were not prepared for it uh, somewhere. Um, well, they normally would do it for December, November, stuff like that. And a couple of them did not have it. And a couple of schools did not uh, prepare the athletes as it relates to that. And I think this, these are some of the reasons why uh, Intercall must have been uh, cancelled. Um, could you speak on that and this preparing for the secondary school competition now? Did that not make it more difficult? 
So at this stage, I'm not sure if going back will help us a lot in going forward. Um, we may have fallen short, we may have missed, we may have, you know, um, been a bit behind, but I think what we want to do at this point is to move forward again, as I said, in the interest of the children. I believe every conscious Grenadian would want to do everything possible at this time to give an opportunity to every child um, who deserve that opportunity with regards to um, sports.